Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, and this is episode 32. Today, I want to talk to you about the stories that we tell, not only to other people, but also to ourselves. The stories we tell about our past and our experiences, the stories we tell about why we are the way we are, and the way that we remember these stories playing out. I want to discuss this today because we all give a lot of power to our stories. We all put a lot of emphasis on the role that they play in our lives and our circumstances and why we are who we are. And the wild thing about our stories is that they are based on the very limited understanding that we had in that moment of what was actually going on. As kids, we don't know what's going on with our parents' bank account, their jobs, their marriages, their relationship with their own parents. We don't know what is causing their outburst to us. And because we don't know, we make it mean something about us and our relationship with our parents. And this goes for anything, right? If our boss snaps at us, if somebody makes an unreasonable demand, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, we don't know their story. We don't know what led up to that happening We only know about that brief little interaction with us and we attach greater meaning to it and make it personal. What is so striking about this is if you were to interview, let's say somebody in a traffic situation, one of them honks, one of them flips the other person off. If you were to talk to both of those individuals, they would both say, oh my gosh, I was completely innocent. And then this nasty human being did this mean thing to me for no reason, right? Of course, that's the story because they only have their understanding and the other person only has their understanding. It's not the full picture. What I have actually observed come up a few times this week is people sharing experiences from their childhood and the parents having an opportunity to share their side of that same situation. And the wild thing is the children in these situations, as they explained what they believed occurred, what they believed their responsibility was, what they believed it meant about them, the parents were shocked. And they explained all these other details that were going on in the background that actually made the situation make a whole lot more sense. And these children who are now adults look at these experiences as life-changing. These moments really shaped how they viewed themselves, the world, their parents, their place in the world, and it was all based on a misunderstanding. Having talked to a few different people this week that have had this opportunity to share this experience that shaped them, and then have them hear from their parents, and then have the real realization that everything that they built up in their head about everyone in their world based on this experience was all wrong. So what does this tell you about your own experiences and your own understanding of your past and yourself? 
Well, the reality is that some of the core memories that defined you and shaped who you became as an adult may be based on very limited, inaccurate information. But the real question is, if that's the case, what do we do about it? And that topic actually really excites me because you have control in your own life. And this just highlights that point in such a beautiful way. You get to choose how your experiences affect you. You get to choose what things say about you. You get to choose what they mean. You get to choose if they hurt you. You have all the power. If you've ever thought, this is just what happened to me. This is the way I was brought up. I can't help it. I didn't ask for it. I can't change it. I can't help that this is what I became because of it. If you have ever thought that and been stuck there, this is your way out. There is a possibility that the way that you remember it, that the way that you experienced it, that what it meant to you and why you think it happened are maybe not 100% accurate. And if that's the case, then it doesn't actually have to have the power over you that it has. You get to take that power back because that thing, that memory, that life-changing event wasn't exactly what you thought it was. That moment that your self-esteem began to hurt, that moment when you began to think that you were worthless, unworthy, incapable, unlovable, that moment when you started to have those thoughts and doubt yourself and dislike yourself wasn't actually meaning what you took it to mean. So you don't have to feel that way about yourself anymore because the reason you believe it was a misunderstanding, a misreading of the situation, a conclusion without all the facts. So you don't have to believe it anymore. You don't have to feed into it anymore. You don't have to take it seriously anymore. There's so much freedom in this. Now, by all means, if you experienced abuse, trauma, an accident, insults, I'm not saying that these things did not happen. I experienced them myself in my own life. What I am saying is you don't have the whole story. You don't know everything that was transpiring prior to that moment that caused the moment. All those pieces that literally had nothing to do with you and you just happened to be the easiest target or the nearest person. What would change in your life if you could reshape your understanding of certain events from your past? What would change if you had the backstory behind why certain things happened? And I want to be real clear here for a moment. I'm not saying that knowing that they only hit you because they were drunk makes it okay. What it does do, however, is make it very clear that it doesn't say anything about you or your worth. Sometimes, however, the memories that people make for themselves aren't based in something like that. You may have a memory where nobody called you a name, nobody hit you, nobody hurt you or abused you or neglected you, and yet somehow the memory that you made said something bad about you. A recent example that I came across was a young man who believed that even as a child, he was the only one looking out for himself and he was the only one responsible for himself. And yet when he had an opportunity to talk to his mother about this, he realized and acknowledged that none of their experiences 
experiences had caused this belief. Somewhere along the line, he decided that this was his truth and began operating from that place. And yet when he looked back on it, he could see that his mother never actually put him in that position. We don't always know why the human psyche does this, but the problem is we don't always look back on it. We don't always ask the question, why do I believe this? Why do I do this? Why do I hold this to be true about myself? It is so important to go back and look at the source because sometimes something happened that was a a misunderstanding or not meant the way that we took it or just somebody being mean because they were having a really bad day and had nothing to do with us and we take it personal and it shapes us. And then we become somebody who believes these things to be true about them and their world. And you do not have to be stuck in this reality that your mind has created for you. This reality that you are living in may not be so realistic and reliable after all. I'm sure for many of you, there are things that have shaped your life that it would be really nice to remove from your story, right? We've all heard the question, if you could go back and tell yourself anything, if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? What would you tell yourself? Well, this gives you that opportunity in a very real way where you can look back on these experiences and say to yourself, self, that didn't actually say what we took it to mean and we don't have to believe that anymore. What would change for you if you could do that? What would be different about you and your approach to life if you knew for a fact that some of these things that you think about yourself that are hurting your self-esteem are unequivocally untrue and you do not have to believe them or give them power anymore? What would be different? How would you feel different? What would you attempt in life if suddenly you were told, guess what? That wasn't true. You don't have to believe it anymore. One of the things that I love about this is that it's been scientifically tested to work and not just from a mental standpoint, but in a physical standpoint. Doctors have literally done studies to prove that cancer patients that believe they're going to get better have a better chance of getting better. That people that have been in accidents and paralyzed that believe they are going to walk again have a better chance of walking again that people that believe they can lose weight will lose weight. And that also means the people who believe they can lose an old mindset can lose an old mindset. Isn't that powerful? I hope you love this as much as I do because it takes you from a place of helplessness to a place of power. It takes you from a place of being the victim of your circumstances to being the ruler of your circumstances, the designer of your world. How awesome is that? And if you are the designer of your own world, then you get to say what you're worth and you get to say how amazing you are and capable and valuable. You get to decide who you are and what you do and what affects you. Nobody else gets to decide that for you. I was doing a workshop last week and somebody commented that I was just such a happy person. And we had been talking about being the masters of our own lives and having choice and being in control. 
And I said, this, this, this is why I'm such a happy person because I know that I design my own life. I know that only I get to say who I am and what I'm worth and what I am capable of. Who wouldn't be happy with this? All I'm asking you to do right now, the challenge that I'm giving you for this week is to consider the possibility that the negative experiences that have hurt the way your life has been shaped, that have been the source of your low self-esteem and your lack of self-love, weren't actually saying that about you. Don't actually mean that and do not have the power to dictate that about you. I just want you to consider the possibility that the way that you remember it, the way that you experienced it, and the limited information that you have is not complete enough for you to have a full picture to allow it to actually say anything about you. Think about it like this. The doctor gives you a blood test. The blood test comes back inconclusive. They need more blood or more data. The doctor's not going to decide, well, that's it. You're dying of cancer. No, he is going to gather more information. He is going to run more tests because that's the responsible and scientific approach to these types of situations. So I want you to do the same thing. I want you to consider that some of the results that you got were based on inconclusive data and don't actually mean the horrible outcome that you thought it meant. And that means you can let that information go. It's not accurate. So you don't have to own it. You don't have to claim it. You don't have to let it say anything about you. Can you do that this week? Can you allow that to be a possibility and decide that there were some inconclusive test results and the data is no good. I'd love to hear if you give this a try. I'd love to hear what comes up for you. And I'm also open to hearing if you're struggling with this and need some help walking through this. You can always find me on our Facebook page, Self-Esteem Truths. Thank you for joining us this week. I hope this has opened some doors for you to feel a lot better about yourself. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.